Welcome to the You and Me podcast, the podcast for real couples looking for real advice. This episode of Wedding Planning Q&A is brought to you by the Bridal Journey and Wonderlust Creative. On today's episode of the You and Me podcast, we're mixing it up a little bit. We're reintroducing our hit list, a rapid fire answer to three different questions from our listeners. Today is about uninviting guests, rejecting suppliers and bridesmaid issues. Andy, hello. How are you? Good. How are you? I am good. Tell me all about your week. Um, Well, we're in lockdown, so we actually haven't recorded for a while. So should we just rewind maybe a few weeks ago? Um, I did my fitting at Kaya Studios. Ooh, for your wedding dress. Yes. So it's finally coming together. I went in there and... Um, because I'm getting a custom-made dress, Kaya sketched a few drawings of what my wedding dress is going to look like and yeah. brought in some material and kind of, you know, nutted down to what exactly my wedding dress is going to look like. Oh, my gosh. How so exciting. it's really exciting. I, it's nothing probably that I've seen before um, on my Instagram, um, on the bridal journey, what I've posted. It's kind of quite different. So, Yeah. We'll see. That's I get exciting, so though. nervous going in there, though. I like I Do you? tremble. I get why? just an- anxiety. <laughs> I don't know why. I get so nervous. Oh my gosh! Mm. There's no reason to, but yeah. I do get it because there's so much built-up tension about a wedding dress, especially. It's like, oh, I think so, and it's something that I feel like I don't care about that much, but obviously I do. Mm-mm. Um, I don't know. I think maybe because I've had a baby six months ago and I'm not feeling completely confident yeah in how I look and how I want to look so I'm just I get a bit anxious like oh just looking at yourself in the mirror perhaps yeah and it's always the way with bridal dress fittings it's like you know when you go to a hairdresser and you've got like your hair's like (laughs) just been washed and you've got that disgusting cape on you're like I know that I don't (laughs) usually look like this but I am disgusting than what you look like when you're at the hairdresser. It's kind of like when you put on a wedding dress. And you've got foils and then you're just staring at yourself. And you're like, this is not my thing. But it is. It's the same as when you put on a wedding dress. You're like, you know, that's not probably what you're going to fully look like on your wedding day. But it's like. That is so good. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Thank God they don't do the tips. You know where they put the cap on and they pull it through <laughs> pull the it holes. Through. <gasps> oh my Imagine God, we've come a long way. I feel like that. I did that to friends mm. when we were young. Mm. Like I feel like I did a tip cap. Yuck. I'd yes. forgotten they existed. Mm. Um, okay, that is the best. What's your worst? Did you have a worst other than obviously lockdown, which we could go on for hours about? I but know, what is my worst? I can't think. I'm just Nothing bad to think. though. That's good. No, oh, I mean every day is bad. <laughs> I kind of got in a. F- I don't let people get to me on Facebook. Oh no! I don't know if we should go into it. <laughs> what happened? But. <laughs> it was some a girl that posts all this anti-vaxxing stuff and she reposted that Nathan Buckley post and oh okay tell me what that yeah. is because I don't know if I know what oh, that is oh Nathan Buckley he wrote about who's the, the, he like the football the ex-football yes. coach he wrote on Twitter about the virus not really being that contagious anyway the footy coach this did. is a bridal podcast so I feel like cool. we're digressing okay we are yeah but this anyway is he wrote about how it's not contagious and oh right she okay. was resharing it and I kind of let her have it mm-hmm. yeah Right. And then I got really bad anxiety about it because I'm not someone to. Or if you jumped onto this. An acquaintance back in the day. Okay. All right. All right. And um, anyway, so I just 
got so much anxiety I couldn't sleep till like 1am <gasps> in the morning because I, oh I was gosh. like I've got literally got into a fight online with someone who has a different opinion to me <laughs> and anyway yeah I got fully anxiety about it but okay. and then all the anti-vaxxers anyway we could go on came oh, out of nowhere okay and, um yeah but I got like 10 messages in my thing saying, go girl, you like owned her, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and, see, um, I think you probably they weren't there in the comments on no, Facebook. of course they weren't. It was in messages. They're always, people so, are always willing to yes. back you if it's a different view, but like offline. Anyway, that is not me. I don't usually do that type of thing. Oh, you and are so funny. I just couldn't help myself because I was, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> what about you? Talk to me. Um, what has been going on in my life okay this oh it's really well we have had lots of cancellations and postponements again within the wedding space down here in Victoria we've got lots of weddings interstate this year um, which is making me incredibly anxious and incredibly nervous because New South has just had a, um, you know, a few cases pop up again and Vic has just shut down for like, you know, a case or two. And yeah, so there's some pretty rad things going on in our industry at the moment, which is a bit shit. But on to good things my positive for the week was I binged watched two seasons of Too Hot to Handle have you seen it no oh my god I love is it, it. good <laughs> it's amazing oh. it's like it's not it's pure trash like fairness but it's like Love Island and like Batch and like oh okay can so watch it. it's like an all inclusive yep it's okay. so good anyway two seasons too hot to handle have you watched Mayor of Easttown yes I have uh, Foxtel was it Foxtel yeah mm, Stan SBS Stan no yes. Foxtel no I reckon oh, I've, Stan. Oh, was it? <laughs> no I think it's Foxtel Mayor of Easttown I think I was. watched SBS on demand binge yeah you would have watched it on anyway binge. one so of them yes I have um. That's yeah, a big that was good. Mare of East Town. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> Definitely different. No, I'm just thinking about what season <laughs> that finished. Oh yes, no. Yeah, I've watched that. What else have I got? I'm super excited. Animal Kingdom. Yes, <gasps> is back, which yes. is so exciting. But, but they're only releasing it once at a time. Yeah, I can't do that. So I'm gonna on have Netflix, to... which is really odd for them. Yeah, because usually they dump like three and yes. then do like weekly. Anyway, I'm not gonna watch Did that I tell until you... there's more. This is a random fact, but mm. my mum used to be a police officer back in the day. Mm. And you know how the Animal Kingdom family is based on a Melbourne family? Yeah, the, the what are they called? Did I tell you about this? I didn't think so. Oh, and um, Tell me. Where mum was at the police station in where was she Camberwell. Oh, was she? Back in the day My when she was younger. My dad was a cop too. Oh, they, they probably might know Probably. And um, she knew the mum, the he- oh, you know, the matriarch. Yeah. Really What's well. and. I don't know what um, her oh real name is in real life. No, what do they call her on the show? <gasps> but um, mum said she was really well liked amongst all the police officers because she just had a way to talk to them and yeah. was friendly and, you know, never would kick up a stink. But mum had to um, look Janine, after some... Cody. <laughs> mum had right. to look after two of two girls who were in witness protection Oh, um, really? Because one what, of the them? one of the sons took the two girls out because they were testifying in court against mm. them, and took the two girls out to a field with a gun and oh my god, yeah, mum was looking after the, these two girls in witness protection. But oh she my said god. like they, you know, back in, this is back in the day, and they um, went to like a nightclub <gasps> with the girls and really, yeah. yeah. 
all this very interesting isn't oh my it? god i really love that yes stuff. anybody who hasn't seen it do yourself a favor it's a really really good series there's a movie about it with jackie weaver i think yes but the, the movie's series, great the movie's really good but the series is based in the states but it's a really good series yeah anyway so now that we're you know half the country is in fucking lockdown we've all got potentially time to binge really good series so Let's not dwell on yeah, let's get that cracking. <laughs> and let's get cracking. Okay, question one is from Abby. I have decided not to invite some of the guests that we sent the save the dates to. Ooh, how do I go about that without completely destroying the friendship or is that not possible? Andy, <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, what is your view on this? Um. Well, <laughs> it's kind of hard, right? Mm. Um, it depends. Yes. Can they use COVID? Well, I've got a whole other problem. What about sending out invitations as well? Can you uninvite people once the invitation's gone out? I think well, you it's can. the it's same thing, wedding. I suppose. It's your wedding. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have decided not to invite some of the guests that we sent, say, the dates to. Yeah. This is awkward. Well, it depends. Why don't Shouldn't you want to invite ha- them anymore? And also, too, wouldn't you have – I'm sure when Abby sent these save the dates out, wouldn't she have realised? I don't know. Why is she cutting it down? That's what well, I want to know Well, this is the first. thing. What's happened? Okay, so first of all, I think you need – to be really clear as to why you don't want to invite them and if it's a falling out of friendship. I mean, I think a lot of people over this past 18 months since COVID hit have found, a lot of people that I speak to have found that those who they thought they were really good friends with have kind of dropped off the radar and everyone's got their own shit going on. So I think that that's okay. But, you know, you don't talk to the people you used to potentially as much as you do and then some that you never spoke to you're actually quite close with now. So if it's just like a shifting of the friendship kind of thing, um, I think you've got to be really careful with just suddenly not inviting someone because you've decided that the last eight months have changed the last 18 years Look, worth of friendship. If but I were to save the date and got uninvited, I'd be pretty dirty. Yeah, I think you've got to be, be really awkward. careful. I think it, it does really destroy awkward. the friendship. It would. Yeah, invite them. Invite them or your friendship's gone happy. <laughs> Oh, look, but I think that you can use COVID as a bit of a buffer. I mean, you can't use it forever and stuff, but be honest. And whilst you can use COVID as a buffer. I can use it. No, I think you need to, I need, I think save the dates are one thing because I think that's just getting a bit of a, invites are harder, but I think you've just got to be. But then if you're just wondering where your wedding invite is once you get the save the date. Oh, you've got to communicate from them. 100%, but just be honest, like own it, own it. If you don't want to invite them, just own it and say look I'm really sorry we've had to rethink heaps of things and we we can't afford to have you know everybody there that we might have wanted initially Mm. (gasps) but good luck because that's not something that um yeah that's not something you want to do off the cuff and absolutely don't do it via like a text message or anything Mm. like that like own it and, and talk to them yeah okay question two Jules I feel bad, oh, here we go. I feel so bad about rejecting suppliers who I ask quotes for when they're too high or I find someone I like better. Is it just better to leave it rather than reply with a no? What, do you, what Have you inquired with people on your yes, wedding journey, Andy? who have sent me quotes. Yes, and then what do you do? I 
message saying I've gone with someone else. Okay, yeah. And I've explained why. Yeah. Because also you never know if they're going to be like, well, I'll do it for cheaper. (laughs) (laughs) For cheaper. Um, No, you you know, know, pitch them off each other. Um, No, I did. I I just explained why. Yeah. They can offer me more or I, you know, their aesthetic suited what I wanted. I, I would just be honest with the supplier. Yeah. If they reach out to you, but I probably, if I was inquiring with different suppliers, I wouldn't bother getting back to people if I wasn't interested either. It'd be to the point if they sent me a quote, then I would let them know I'm not interested. Yeah. But I feel like if you're inquiring, you get, you know, an email back with some rough estimates about how much it might cost and you get another, you know, email back from someone else and you like them better, then I Mm. would not bother. Okay. I think I forgot, you know, if I communicated with them numerous times. Mm-hmm. Then what do you think? Do many brides let you know if they don't go no. with you? So this is where we will definitely differ. I think that a lot of people, if you're getting a generic email or like a here's a link to download our packages, mm. then I don't think that you're going to be talking to anyone but probably a computer or a robot. So the need to return an email to say thanks yeah. but no thanks is probably not warranted but if you're getting a reply that states your name and from a person 100% you need to reply to them whether or not it's just thank you and leave it at that and if they want to follow up again that's their choice I'm a bad person no you're not a bad person I think that a lot of people don't realize how much time it goes into actually responding to emails yeah yeah. emails suck a lot of the time especially in the creative world, we're not email people. So if we sit down to map out quotes Mm. or to put together certain packages, it takes a lot of time and energy for us. It's really hard. And if we, you know, if we take the time to respond by your name, put together a package price or anything, even if it's just to re-forward you some, you know, specific um, supplier prices or if it is, you know, saying, look, we're not available for your date but this person is. you would appreciate it if people let you know. A hundred percent. wouldn't you just not want your email number of inbox to write up? Just people be like, no, thank you. No, because <laughs> you can just delete them, like just delete them. But if they're constantly sitting there and the problem is, is that so many times people think that an inquiry means that you, they, you know, they can respond two months later and ask if their date's free and then get shitty if their date's not. Yes, I 100% think and a huge message out there, do not be afraid to say we like someone better. Do not be afraid to say we've gone with someone else. Do not be afraid to just say thanks, but no thanks. You, well, I guess you know. it gives people feedback too. It gives people feedback, but it's also just common courtesy. Like I think within this industry, we know that people are going to shop around. That's just a given. That's, yeah. you know, everyone does it. It's not, it's not negatively viewed or anything like that. But especially if companies have taken the time to uh, like, gosh, I've had, I've had people that I've met for coffee with put together quotes for and never heard from them again. Oh, really? Zoomed them two hours on a phone call, got all their information, even after they knew how much I charge, Mm. put together their package, never heard from them again. So it kind of leaves a really hard taste in your mouth because you're at the end of, at the end of the day, like your time's money. It's not for free. You wouldn't walk Mm. in and, you know, spend five hours getting tutored by a chef just to walk out and never speak to them again. Yeah. 
a, th- a thank you, no thank yous, yeah, you know, nothing. So be a nice human. I think so. And I think at the end of the day, if you're emailing so many suppliers that you can't respond to them, then you're, you're not really doing your research very well. Mm. You know what I mean? So, yes, if, if people do not know what to do, just be really kind. And especially after the last 18 months, this industry has been absolutely beaten down to the point where there's so many people that have got nothing left so even a no is better than nothing great Mm. question three from amy if i'm a bridesmaid and the bride is having a kitchen tea bridal shower and a hen's party (laughs) wow where do we begin with that where do i draw the line with money it is so expensive and i have to pay for my outfit to their wedding as well Oh, that's oh my a lot. god is that actually serious so, a kitchen tea bridal shower and a hen's party what's a kitchen tea like who are you having that with what family no i think i'm presuming a, a, i think a kitchen tea like would that be more for fam like your mom and your grandma rather than invite them to the hens is that what that is what's it's a like tea? it's a kitchen tea originated when it was like it was a non- bachelorette or non-hen's day hen's day and because most people were getting married straight out of living at home because everybody was so much younger it was literally like let's get together and have tea and fill your kitchen because you know that's basically where (coughs) women go after they get married is to the kitchen (laughs) (laughs) so all the women are invited up into the distance (laughs) with that all the women are like invited to bring an item that can be added to the newlyweds kitchen no shit people still doing this people still do this i don't know if it's like a family tradition for some people but that's what it originated as that's what it was amy is she you know fucking 70s i don't know so a bridal shower a hen's party and a kitchen tea so it's really expensive i went to a hen's of one of my friends Mm -hmm. it was three hundred dollars to go yeah it's pretty standard. Did you do something rad though? It was awesome. Yeah. It was see, in like Sorrento right. at a house and like it was accommodation for the night as well. But I thought that was really expensive. Mm. Uh, to my point, I feel how much you're imposing on your friends to pay. Yeah. That's my thing. Like not everyone can afford things. Not, yeah. you know, people have family, children, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Mm-hmm. It's rude yeah. sometimes to be yeah. like, I'm doing this, this and this. You yeah. need to come. You need to pay for it. You need to get me a gift. You need, yeah. you, you've got to get an outfit for all of these events. It's like huge, it isn't is it? It's rude. Yeah. And, and I think some people mm. don't think that perhaps maybe other people aren't in the same position as you. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm having my hens at the end of the year. And I said to the girls who are organising it, because I said originally I wanted to go to Portia Sorrento. Yeah, and okay. accommodation there for like a huge, you know, mansion house with 10 girls to stay the night. And then you'd obviously have people that wouldn't stay as well. Yeah. It was like five, three or $4,000 for just the house. Yeah. Divide so that by the amount of people that, who are staying. It's really expensive just mm. for the night accommodation, mm. but mm. let alone the rest of the hens. Yeah. And I don't think I can do it because I can't ask people on my behalf to come to my event mm. and pay that much out of their pocket when they've got the wedding a gift yes <laughs> it's really hard I think yeah I think look I think it depends on what you know why are you having a, a bridal shower and a kitchen tea I kind of thought were a similar thing so but just different like you names. know uh, uh, yeah just different names or they originated from different mm. areas like I think they're pretty much the same but 
like why are you having it is it a is it a family tradition is it a religious thing is it a uh, what this is what your parents want i think you've got to really figure out how many events you're having and the reason why you're having them like all these events leading up to a wedding i think is exactly the same as doing what you want on your wedding day if it doesn't suit you don't do it and then i think too like amy could either politely decline she could buy maybe not as an expensive gift mm. or not at all because if you're putting money i always think too if like if you travel overseas for a wedding you shouldn't have to and fork out accommodation and ticket you don't get a present for Correct. the couple yeah so yeah. i think you got to weigh out those most kind of things. people wouldn't expect you um, to gift them either especially if you're going overseas and also um if she's having to get an outfit there's lots of amazing rental websites yeah. so she can rent mm, an outfit for one. you know so many dollars this is save true. a bit of cash yeah but i I I know it's your friend and you obviously don't want to cause issues and be there for the, these certain events, but mm. you could politely decline one of them perhaps if it's getting too expensive. You could explain yeah, what, to your what friend. What if you're the maid of honour? Yeah, no. What is Well, she? I mean, I guess you could be open. Oh, and have, I'm a bridesmaid. Sorry. Have the open she conversation with your friend and just be like, this is getting yeah. a little bit too expensive for yeah, me. Yeah, I can't afford it. Simple. You know. I'm so sorry, but yeah. I actually can't afford it. Because it is, it's such an honour to be a bridesmaid. But it's a huge expense. And if you haven't been one before, you do not understand yeah. how much time and, and effort and money goes into it. I think too in Australia we lot. get into a gift-giving thing. Oh, yeah, you have to we get, do. So you, yep. I'm sure Amy's thinking she's going to have to go to the kitchen tea and give a gift. She's going to have to go to the bridal shower and give give a gift. Yeah. You know, at the hands party, she's going to have to buy an expensive bottle of champagne and bring that and organise a cake. And yeah. um, I, I would think that you don't. Don't worry about buying the bride some amazing pajamas from the bridal party. Mm, you know, if it's, mm. co- you know what I mean. Like, pick and choose where you're putting your money yeah. for events, and yeah. you don't have to get her things. And yeah. if you're having to pay for other things, do you That's know, it. like weigh up and make sure there's a certain balance with things. Yeah, but I do actually think that brides and grooms who have multiple events is actually an anomaly. I don't know many that have more than either a bridal shower Mm. so like an intimate lunch or a hens like I don't know many people Mm. clients friends that have multiple of them all I can think of is it's she's got two a few different groups of people Mm. perhaps so she might Um, want to invite to different places stepmom or the mom and the mother-in-law might not chat so you've got to have a kind of a bride you know this is true the bridesmaid might be coming along to these family events perhaps that's all I can think of although I do have to say years ago and I'm really good friends with the girls and I don't know if it came from her if it was just from her bridesmaid but we had like a hen's party and a wedding and a um it must have been a bridal shower. I don't know what she called it. I thought she called it a kitchen tea, but I don't know. But in the invite, and I remember this so clearly, what we got the invite to, let's just say it was the bridal shower, and a bank account details to place a donation in to get her a gift for the bridal shower as well. And I remember because it was so not common for any of my friends or anybody I knew to do it like that, I just wrote to the girl who I didn't know and I was like, look, I'm really sorry and I'm going to come to this, but we've actually got the bride something as a, as a group, mm. something different. Mm. So we're not going to be putting in for that because yeah. we've already gone and organised something yeah. else. And she was really good about it. But I think like just thinking back to the shock of being given another invite and being giving a bank account to say like, here's what you need to put the donation into to get her a bracelet. I was like, no <laughs> fucking <thanks>. what? <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. And I, I'm not really sure if that actually came from the bride. I don't think it did. But even if it did, I was like, I don't really know which way to go about it because it's 
bridal showers and kitchen teas are kind of not a super common event that you mm. have well mm. that many have anymore so i'd just be again i don't know weddings are all about honesty i think i think you just got to say it's expensive i can't do all the events you know i i might have a job i might have a family i might have a you might live interstate, like whatever, but if you, yeah, you don't want to ruin a friendship because you feel under pressure to perform and be at all these places and outlay all this money. She mm. might not even know she's doing it to it's you. It's so expensive weddings sometimes, isn't it? <sighs> they are. They're the best day of your life though. As we finish every episode, we ask if you have a question or would like our advice, simply record your message, slide on Insta, our Instagram DMs or leave us an email with your message attached to hello at the youandmepodcast.com. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs>